0: We had kind of a heavy discussion last time. I think some of us are still in recovery from that. No, I am. (laughs) This week, we wanted to highlight the small things in life. What's bringing us joy? Do you ever have like those
1: little moments where like you see something happen, or something happens to you, someone else does something for you? Yes. And like you just have that little like warm, fuzzy feeling inside. I Kind of want to just like capture that like feeling. (sighs) Yeah. Like what are the things that bring you that feeling? Yeah. So
2: good. Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast from Real FM. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac.
0: Hello and welcome to Real Talk. This is season four, episode five. This is the show where we get real about everything from current events to culture and faith. This is Isaac. I'm joined by my good buddies Anson and Kara. So hey guys. Okay, so our last episode, episode four, we talked about death. Yay! (laughs) Yes, we did. So getting prepped for this episode, we wanted to kind of go in a more positive direction. Mm, Yes. I think we found the floor. (laughs) It's pretty heavy. So let's go a little bit further up. Yay! Today we're talking about some of the little things that bring joy in life. Mm. And Anson, I think you mentioned this earlier, as long as death isn't one of our answers for this... (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be a light episode. It's not. Wait, what? That's not one of my answers oh, okay. to that I thought you said it's not gonna be a light episode. Oh, like, no. Like, it's, not, it's, it's gonna be a light episode. Carol, You're like, it's not. She's got something tucked in her back pocket that we're just gonna no. explore. Like, I'm, gonna okay. bring, I'm gonna bring it away. I'm gonna bring it. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So, starting this off, we're gonna jump into hypothetically speaking. This is navigating some of the trickiest hypothetical situations in life. Here's our hypothetical. You are given the opportunity to leave yourself 15 years ago. A 30-second voicemail. Mm-hmm. What do you say to yourself? Oh, wow. So, so, myself, 15 years ago. Yes. This
1: is a good one. So, I would have
0: yes. been 16. Ooh, yeah. That's a good age is that right? to... right? 16, 17? Mm-hmm. That's a good age for you to leave some wisdom. My first thought... <laughs> Oh boy! Here we go. <laughs> Pull up ESPN
1: ah. and read myself <laughs> as many baseball game results as I
0: possibly could in 30 seconds. At 16, you wouldn't have any life advice. You'd just be
2: saying, "Where <laughs> are yeah, the scores? Scores? Sports, I scores. Yeah, ah. I would know." Nope, like
0: going uh, back
1: to the future style, yeah, with the wow. almanac.
2: Right? Yeah. And what about March Madness? Did
1: you bust all the brackets? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though, is I only have thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh. See, like okay. the, in Back to the Future, he actually got like the almanac or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which had like tons of games.
0: Yeah. And won all the which 20. made him like Uber rich. How much would <laughs> Anson know. believe? How much would sixteen year old Anson be suspicious uh, of a thirty second call? Like how much time well, do you think honestly, would be to convince? Be, you? Like that would be a problem with anything though, yeah. right? Like yeah, no matter that's what true. you say. I guess if you were gonna <laughs> do
1: something that was more personally meaningful. See mine my-
2: <laughs> Yeah, mine was more like a little personal Okay.
1: Then then you might be more ready to believe it. it. I don't know. It would still be a really weird experience, though. Yeah.
2: That might even
0: be more weird in some
1: ways.
2: That's true. Like,
0: how does this person know this about me?
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: You would probably need to open with like some sort of thing only you would know, but then be like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like if I was like, Anson, it's Anson from the
1: future, (laughs) and then just started reading off baseball game scores. (laughs) I would, would be, I would believe me. <laughs> I'd be like, that checks out.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't know. I'd you're, that,
0: you're that self-aware at 16. You're yeah. like,
1: yeah, but that makes sense. Got, that's you what got. I would do. The only other problem is I don't know if I would have enough money to actually bet. That's true. At the time. Yeah. To actually make it worth it. Yeah. So anyway, that's my first instinct. Yeah, so I would just read sports scores in an effort to get rich. Whether that's a good idea or not, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that that necessarily is.
2: It definitely
0: fits the, the Anson brand. It like does. That, that makes sense to yeah. me. It's very yeah. on brand for you. Mm-hmm. Kara, what you got?
2: I don't know if mine will fit in 30 seconds, but...
0: Kara's gonna start. and <laughs>
1: just it's gonna cut off 30 seconds. She's like halfway into her <laughs> Number message. Number
0: three, and the most important thing to remember... <laughs> and never, ever forget. Exactly. Don't talk to... T- <laughs>
2: Exactly. So sorry, go ahead. Actually, I was going to start with, look, I don't have much time, but here's what you need to know, which sounds yep. like a spy movie. Seven
1: seconds gone already. I know. No,
2: I know. So maybe I shouldn't start with that. Okay. It's Cara from the future. Number one, don't be so hard on yourself. Not perfect. You never will be, but Hey, you're loved. Don't forget to breathe. Just mm. breathe. Number two, you're going to hit some patches. You're going to feel stuck. It gets better. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help. Counseling is a good thing. Number three, mm. invest in Netflix stock. Or something seriously? Uh-huh. Okay, you're, you're hitting you the life in advice in as I did, well as
0: financial. Did throw it in you there? You did
2: sneak yeah.
1: that in there. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that was better probably than sports scores. Yeah, because <laughs> that's probably going to work out better. Right on. That was oh the goodness. one I know that was the one that came you got to my me first. Beat. You like snuck in life <laughs> advice, and they are going to be more rich than I was. <laughs> I'm going like, to be like 31 year old Anson's going to be like, yes, I bet on those like six baseball games and made. Two thousand dollars <laughs> like you know and kara's over here sitting in her counseling session yeah. like and then driving back home to her mansion i'll like, just
2: pay for my counseling with the netflix stock is the thing yeah probably That's so it incredible. will be about even kara's
1: like personal therapist that like yeah. lives on site like at her mansion yes please <laughs>
0: incredible wow. what there would you, you do isaac the math works a little bit differently for me because 15 years ago i was 10 years old yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so that, Isaac, that does make it very that's interesting. Very different. What would you tell 10-year-old Isaac? Year old Isaac at 10's priorities were Lunchables, <laughs> Star Wars, and video games. That's fair. Which, honestly... 15 years from now, it's just not Still. Lunchables anymore. <laughs> Star Wars and video games, we've maybe upgraded a little bit.
1: Other food. Isaac's a 10-year-old Isaac. Yeah. yeah. All the things that are in Lunchables, you can actually buy just from the girls. <laughs> separately. Yeah. separately. Cheaper. Dog, you and can they're even those. a little bit
0: better. Yeah. <laughs> buy a package of deli ham, 10-year-old Isaac. <laughs> no, I think awesome. that at 10 years old, it was probably when I was first kind of coming online and sort of Ooh. realizing myself as a person, this is where I fit in the world. Around 9, 10, 11 was kind of when that was happening for me, and I probably would have just told myself that Everything's gonna be okay. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. right? like, Isaac at 10 years old watched a ton of news. I was very aware oh, of what was going on with uh. like the wars and stuff. And oh, wow. I remember vividly like watching all of this terrible stuff happen. My family was also going through a lot of hard stuff then. So I probably just would have told myself, like, yeah, yeah, this is me at 25. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna work out. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be happy. That's a good yeah. one. That's that, a good like, message. Just, just because I remember distinctly, like, probably some of the most I've been afraid was around Aww. that age. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I probably literally just would have myself like yo dude it's gonna be okay yeah, i mean like oh, think about all crazy?
1: the things that you worry about as a kid or even yes. as a teenager yeah. or whatever am i ever gonna find my person and get married am yeah. i right. ever gonna find a good job yeah. like what's gonna happen with the world like am are i ever yeah. gonna
2: pass yeah. this math test
1: <laughs> no seriously <laughs> you're yeah. still gonna exist like you know yeah, like, yeah you're worrying about all these things short term and long term very true yeah. and so just to hear from your future self not like specifics like, yeah yeah you know you're gonna marry this person because like that would just psych you out
0: right yeah. like, that would put a lot of weird expectations on it i I would probably just keep it as broad as i could like yeah, yeah. like tell hey, myself the world fine. is still like, gonna be around in 15 <laughs> right. years because yeah. there are people around me speculating that it wasn't and yes. i'm like Yo, it's all gonna be here yeah. you're gonna the be the world's
1: okay. still here you're still here yeah it's gonna be okay it's okay that's yeah. a good yeah yeah good no message courage. question <laughs> would knowing that you are still going to be alive increase the amount of
0: risks oh good <laughs> you oh, would take man. Oh, oh man oh man yeah. <laughs> See now that's where it gets dangerous because one hundred percent yes. And I, I know that you know me enough now to oh, where just you're thinking, you're like, skateboarding <laughs> like tricks and yeah. like all sorts of like like I'm alive. Yeah. I'm like mm.
1: we could try this whole like jumping off <laughs> of a moving car onto my skateboard <laughs> trick. Twenty five year old Isaac said it's fine.
2: He said I'm still alive. I'm okay.
0: That actually did happen at one point. What? <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> <specific> <laughs> example. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: now it is time for the top three where we pick a thing to make lists about and then make lists about it because <laughs> we like doing that apparently that's basically what the top three
0: is right that's a good point that was yeah. like purred from uh, parks and <laughs> Rec.
1: <around>. everybody <laughs> loves lists. I mean, like BuzzFeed literally is like this multi-million dollar company yeah, because of lists. Yeah, we Or basically just copying them yep. at this point. Yep. Don't out it. We've basically stuck to media, movies yeah. or music Yes, or things that are edible, which yeah. I totally understand because that's most of what I think about every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to go a little bit different this time. <laughs> we're going to go to bucket list items. Your top three items on your bucket list, Okay. which if you're not familiar with the whole bucket list thing, I'm sure everyone is at this point. Basically, three things that you want to do or accomplish with your life before you kick the bucket which i know we said we talked about death last time but this is kind of the the lighter version of that okay i'm sorry three (laughs) things you want to do before you kick the bucket okay so we're gonna go with number three (laughs) up to number one yeah who wants to start us off this time volunteer oh gosh i guess i'll I'll start i'll start okay number three you guys are
2: gonna laugh at me Develop a capsule wardrobe. Do you know what that is? No,
1: I feel like I do. I've heard somebody okay. say that it's cool. like, maybe okay. it was you. I don't know. Or maybe it was my wife. Yeah. A collection.
0: Sure. Everything kind of goes. With so itself. it's
2: basically like you have a limited number of items in your closet. And you've curated it so that everything goes with everything else. You wear absolutely everything in your closet because you've kind of nitpicked it to death. Almost. You've discovered what looks good on you, the brands you like. You've got it down to a science where you're like, if I reach in my closet blindly and pull something out, I know it's going to look good on me. I know it's going to be comfortable. I have this minor obsession with finding the perfect dress, the one that I'm mm, like, I could just wear this. one true dress. Forever. Like, yes.
0: <laughs> it's got pockets. I know.
2: It seems kind of weird, but there's something really freeing about being able to just reach in and know like that piece of clothing works. I don't have to okay. think about yeah. it. I'm just yeah. going to put it on. Yeah. I'm tired of obsessing over clothes, so I'm going to obsess over them <laughs> once so I can stop for right. all time. Okay. Mm. Like that's my idea.
1: Yeah. When you find that thing. Yes. Do you have to buy like multiples of it? That's what a good if- question. What if, yeah, like you find the perfect pair of jeans. Exactly. And then in five years, they're worn out. Exactly. And then you can't find them again.
2: I know that is a problem. Like, I would totally do that. Here's the other problem. Do you stay the same size for the next five years? Like, how do you? I
1: do understand this from the perspective of like I find like a few things that I really like and I I, I enjoy them, and then in five years, like style has completely changed, Mm. and I'm like, this is still a perfectly good, exactly whatever it is, but it's no longer stylish or whatever. Yes, and so then I still have to buy new stuff even though it was seemingly perfect at the time. Yes,
2: I want to go for those classic styles that Mm. don't really change Mm. over the years, which exist. So anyway, that's my number three. Like it, cool.
0: My number three is learning to surf, and the story here is that I have attempted to surf. Yeah, (laughs) I have attempted to self-teach myself to surf.
2: That's impressive.
0: Uh, We were in Hawaii on vacation. I decided, all right, I've skateboarded, I've snowboarded, I can. Yeah, surfing's kind of in that same vein. Capable of these things after like two and a half hours of slamming myself onto the reef i was like this is terrible i hate this the ocean is dumb and stupid <laughs> i'm like at the dumb. shore throwing See, rocks that's into how the ocean i felt about trying skateboarding so uh, yeah. oh my gosh are the dumb. thing about skateboarding is at worst if you fall you break a bone right uh, at worst if you fall pretty bad really hard in the ocean you die. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't get close to That's standing fair. up and then this fear in my head of like if you get sucked under a rift tide, you're gonna die. If a shark bites you you're gonna die. Oh if you hit a reef enough, you're gonna die. And I'm not a strong the fear that did you. End? I'm not yeah. a strong swimmer either. Uh, so mm-hmm. my learning to surf is also paired with learning to swim better than gotcha. I do. Oh, but I really fair. have this vision. I, I grew up okay Johnny Tsunami yeah. like the, the Disney yeah. Channel original movie. Oh my I watched that all the time as a kid ah. and I was like I want to be a cool dude on a surfboard really bad. And I still want to be a cool dude on the surfboard. <laughs> Really bad. I still got to feel like that's one that you
1: can achieve.
2: Yeah, like I do too. Learning the
1: totally. to surf. All right. My number three is race a car on a track. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. Like bigger than a go kart. Go kart. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Like an actual Look vehicle. A okay. I want to race a car on a track.
2: My husband has done this. Yeah. Like you can pay to do this. Yes, you can. Like a NASCAR car what? on a NASCAR track. Yeah.
1: yeah. NASCAR, car. they have like these racing experience things you yep. can do where you can go ride in what? one or race one. Mm. I really want to like just get like a sports car or something. Oh, yeah. Like a, a or something And go race it around like a road course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they have cool. like racing days at a lot of tracks where you can do this. And apparently, my wife has actually like looked into this for me before. Oh. But it's not cheap, so oh, I'm it's something sure. that yeah. you gotta you know yeah. kind of save up for kind of thing. So I think it's something I can do at some point. think it would be really fun. The idea of actually getting to go do it in a car on a track, like yeah. on a closed circuit, where you can just like floor the thing and not worry about getting pulled over and, yeah. you know. That's awesome. And you're in a safe environment to be able to do that. I think that would just be really, really fun. Yeah. So Gosh. do
0: they let you take any cars out there? There are like certain
1: tracks that just have open track days mm. where you show up with your car. Like you got to bring car. out the Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, show with,
1: you show up with any car and then you just pay like a, a entrance fee or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That would be, uh, yeah. Drive the little four bangers saturn around yeah, take it. out the <laughs> minivan that would uh, not quite probably fulfill the uh, fantasy i'm thinking of but it would be really funny
2: okay my next one is go to disney world and see harry potter land place. Mm. That's at Disney in Florida, right? No, it's, no. Said, oh, it's, uh, at, it's at Orlando.
0: Okay, it's, well, it's at Universal Studios. Studios, Studios but they're so close to one another yeah, that they overlap. Both in the same trip. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've
2: only ever been to Magic Kingdom for like a couple of hours. Like ah. that's all of Disney I've ever seen. Yeah. I feel like I need to see more and Harry Potter land because mm-hmm. I love Harry
0: Potter. I went there as someone who hadn't delved into the Harry Potter universe yet yeah. and I was still blown away by all right? of it. So I have to imagine that going back as someone who's a full on Harry Potter nerd now. Yeah. Truly insane. I
2: would love to I haven't been that. to
0: Universal Studios. I have been to Disney. Yeah. It was like when
1: I was like 14 or yeah. something right. like that. So it's yeah. been a while. The one story that I remember was the morning that we were going back home. Uh-huh. We had an early flight so we had to leave the hotel at like 5 in the morning. It was really unseasonably cold to the point where like it, it almost hit like freezing or something. Oh, like it wow. was really rare. Yeah, And it was that morning that we were leaving. So we're walking out of the hotel in the morning and there's like a 100 workers outside of the hotel They're literally with like these little tools, digging up every single flower in the flower bed (gasps) and replacing them. Yeah. No. Like just this assembly line, like bam, 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 bam. Just like before everyone gets up. Oh my goodness. Like to make all the flowers pretty and perfect.
2: That's so Disney.
1: If you've been to like amusement parks, they're not always super clean places. Yeah. yeah. Disney is like
0: at another level when it comes to that kind of stuff. There is a small country of people that's employed by (laughs) Disney to make sure that that makes it perfect. It's always curated is the word for it. Yeah. Everything is perfect. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's it's a trip that's worth doing, for sure. Yeah. The Harry Potter, Kara, I want you to have a GoPro on your face <gasps>
2: when yes! you see Harry Potter. <laughs> it's a selfie so
0: cam the whole time. Weeping. Just put it on, yeah. <laughs> It'll be bad. My number two is see the Mona Lisa, but with better expectations. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have seen the Mona Lisa. Okay. Oh, wow. I was in France. Ooh. And we actually went to look at it. What they don't tell you about the Mona Lisa is that it's also surrounded by art that is way more impressive, both in size and in detail and in every other regard. (laughs) But at any given point, when you go look at the Mona Lisa, there is a mob of people. And Mm. I say mob. I have been in basement mosh pits (laughs) that were more gentle than trying to get within feet of the Mona Lisa. Okay, that's awesome. I giraffe necked over all these short tourists and I was like, oh, there it is. And it was like, literally, it was probably 30 feet away from me. And the whole thing is that you take a selfie in front of it Oh. So everyone is like not self-aware of their own face next to this art, and it's just oh, it that's was,
2: bad. It was kind of whack. That's like the height of arrogance. Yeah, You're like look at my face. And the Mona Lisa's behind you. It's like, really, it's really gross.
0: Yeah, it's really gross. And the whole time was I was awful. like, oh man, yeah. this is a bad taste. This is, we had like a two-hour window to explore the Louvre, right, in, oh. in France, and we had a two-hour window to explore it. I remember thinking like, I need to see as much as I can. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to be here again. Right. Yeah. So I was in front of the Mona Lisa for maybe like less than two minutes. I was oh. like, there it is. Okay, wait. And now you want to go You want to go see it again? I want to go see it again. But this is in a future where I somehow have the ability to be there before Alone. the mob gets there. Like uh, I'm an early riser yeah. and I assume people in France don't wake up until four. So <laughs> I just want to go shot. <laughs> That, France. <laughs> I want to go, go really early. Apologize to all of our friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, um, I want to go really early. See it again. Bree and I really want to go back overseas together. We oh, haven't done that yet. Yeah. 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 And I want to go, but with the right expectations of, I'm probably going to look at it for probably another two minutes, but I really want to explore <laughs> everything around it more. That's, so that's, yeah, if that's you're, good. if you're, if your bucket list is to see the Mona Lisa, it's cool. <laughs> but you just need to understand right? Lower. you and everyone else's bucket list is also to see the Mona Lisa right. so <laughs> you gotta do it with everyone Lower
1: those expectations. spin kicks
0: get ready to spin kick <laughs> my
1: number two is run a marathon Ooh, hey. this is something that I've thought about for a while but I've always thought about it more in that like kind of theoretical realm sure, of yes. like, sure. that Fair. would be a cool thing to do someday, someday if I didn't just sit on the couch always. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, that would be a great thing to be able to accomplish, Isaac but it's not about something to do a spit take. seems very realistic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's how sure. most of
2: us think about running a marathon. Let's right. be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. like
1: this like unachievable thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's really cool because I've run a half marathon. Wow. And running a full marathon seems like it's within striking distance. That's a yeah. like, big deal. It would hurt, but like, I think I could go do this kind how, of thing. Okay, you know? for sure. How
2: many miles are we talking here?
1: A marathon is 26.2 miles.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. Okay. The longest I've ever run in one stint at this point is 14 miles. Oh, so my word. That's a ways, but yeah. it's still you that's know another 12 miles away from yeah. running a full marathon. But I never even would have thought that a half marathon is possible. Yeah. That's 13.1 miles. And I've done that now. And amazing. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, from
0: an outsider perspective, it feels like there's two worlds of runners. The first batch is kind of the introductory runners who are like, I just want to run without everything hurting. Yes. And
1: yes. That, I which see.
0: I was. Right. That right. was definitely my first goal. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and then I think yeah. that once you kind of cross this, I guess it's the half marathon threshold, you start going, okay, it's mental now. Anson's, Anson's in that. Anson's in the second uh, group That, now. And also, I saw you running with a headband in one week. And I was like, <laughs> all right, Anson's in phase two Dude, now. Dude, my, my hair, two. the sweat yeah. oh, in yeah. your face. Yeah. Like the headband is important. Man. It is, it is a phase two accessory. I, I know this. <laughs> I'm into phase two Next then. up is That's micro awesome. shorts. And oh I'm, my God. Up, everyone is waiting with uh, bated breath. I don't know. <laughs> about that we'll see see. but i think that's really cool though man tackling something like that to me that's climbing a mountain i could never do that
2: all right so my number one on my bucket list is to own a really nice piano and learn how to play it better i do sort of know how to play mostly by ear and i started taking classical lessons at one point to learn the notes because i'm really bad at that part of it and i kind of fizzled out i was in high school I miss playing. I don't even have a piano right Mm. now, any kind of piano, but I would love to own like a fancy, like, you know, baby grand or something and just be able to enjoy it be able to sit down and play something difficult, something classical. Cause I love classical music. Music moves me so much and there's something about playing it. It's such an experience Mm. and I miss that. And I feel like if I sat down right now, like I could do a little, a few ditties, but I used to be able to play Rhapsody in Blue by ear. I had a what? teacher who taught me and it was so epic and it was like such an experience. Yeah. And I don't know that I still have it because I haven't practiced it in years. Mm. And that makes me so sad. So I'd love to be able to sit down and like relearn and then learn some new ones of those. So.
1: As a pianist, there is nothing like playing a really, really <sighs> nice piano.
2: It's like, so For epic.
1: years, like 10 years, I think I had a keyboard yeah in our house and i would kind of plunk around on uh-huh. that like as my practice yeah. and like it's and fine like, eh, it's better ding, than ding, not ding. having yeah. anything yeah but then like we got a piano yeah. just a couple of years ago that uh from my parents because no one else in my family plays the piano they had yeah, it they sure. wanted to get. so we got it to my
0: house and yeah. i play a lot more now because right. i really enjoy the experience of playing that's so cool. yeah
2: it's i great. can definitely
0: see you being a just bang out some awesome stuff yeah. on the piano. Yeah. i can see that <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> that's, that's, I, it makes Fun. sense in my mind for Kara to sit down and just beautiful yeah. music Oh. <laughs> I just, that's that's an investment that's, me- that's worth it. Okay, so my number ones were tied. I have travel to all continents or fight a living president. So oh, I'll wow. probably go travel <laughs> to all continents. And the reason I'm, I'm doing that is because obviously that feels more accessible. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. <laughs> so. Okay,
1: I'm just going to jump in and piggyback with you on this one because that is number one on my list also. Travel, oh, continents. you guys. Yes. Travel, I put inhabited yeah, to kind of like cut out the whole Antarctica yeah. thing.
0: I got you. Yeah, right. So I'm just going to piggyback on yeah. yours while you're talking wow. about this. So my grandma on my dad's side actually did all of the continents, yeah. oh Antarctica included. And she did this journey when I was younger. And in my mind, she is still kind of this mythical character because Aww. she would always get me something from each continent. So her house was this massive hundred plus year old house in Pocahontas where the, <laughs> I know Pocahontas. Are <laughs> Sorry. So we would visit her and like her main room was themed every few weeks. She would retheme the room to a continent that she's been to. Oh my gosh. So it was kind of like a miss Frizzle magic school bus experience yeah. for yeah. me. So she came back from one country and bring me back. Like I have a machete from like, africa wow what? and it's like this tribal. like a legit gift yeah. when you give a 12 year old boy an africa yeah, machete yeah. like you're just yeah, automatically yeah. like what <laughs> relative ever yeah it's true so i kind of want to follow in her footsteps and do that with oh, brie that's and so cool she actually was the reason i went overseas as a young kid we traveled around we did england we did france italy we did all of this with her and it was just really cool oh so, my
2: word that's awesome I, I really want to do too. that too
1: I have not had the luxury of being able to travel much I've been I don't know I'd have to count but I think I've been to over 40 of the 50 states oh right. wow so I've been to the that's majority impressive. of the US that's awesome but I have not been outside the US mm. hardly at all yeah. yeah and so I would love to do this too mm. and I started thinking about like my wife and I we had a conversation about this the other day kind of looking at our savings and different things and yeah. what do we want to do like what are the priorities that mm. we have as a couple and like we really kept coming back to travel yeah we're like Uh, I mean, we could buy a bigger house or you could do these different things but like mm -hmm. there's something about the idea of like seeing the world yeah and seeing places that are so far away and like the luxury that we have to be able to take a flight to somewhere halfway across the globe and and see places Mm -hmm. and experience other cultures and all of that there's something so cool about that to me (laughs) if there was one thing that would be worth spending some money on I feel like that would be it. Yeah,
0: she kind of gave me this really cool image of it, where we got the taste of both staying at a really nice place, but then we also kind of traveled the way that she traveled a yeah. lot, where it was like you kind of get a hotel where you do <laughs> it for the money, and right. this was yeah. in, this was in Italy where it was like this okay this is kind of like this is where like the people stay at (laughs) so we did that too and I kind of want to travel that way Brie and I she's my gauge for when something is too sketchy oh that's good I would be like oh you get a gun here okay cool (laughs) now you've got the whole like Airbnb thing going on like Like, you can
1: travel this way like I've talked to a number of people lately who have done like Europe trips and stuff like just staying at Airbnbs yeah and you can find pretty decent cool places Mm -hmm. to stay that are cheaper than staying at a hotel right so smart and night Nicer than staying at like a hostel or something. Oh my god, hostels are house. terrifying. Yeah. Right, and it's kind of a cultural experience in and of itself to that like is cool. Stay in a house in yeah. another country or something. And That's so awesome. We live in a really great
0: era to be able to go do this. Yeah, so. I know. So yeah. traveling to all the continents included the uh, included the icy one. <laughs> But, oh, we need to have right. like a uh, cool. race reality Ooh. show oh my like gosh yeah. and, and versus Isaac and Bree yeah, oh, it would yeah. be the most stark all comparison the first like, y'all would get like the nice like y'all would be smart about it and get like the really nice places me and Bree would be like we've joined the rebel group <laughs> <laughs> Isaac went off on a hummer we don't know where he's uh, <laughs> we part we of revolution. up on the opposite sides <laughs> yeah. of like a civil war in
1: some country <laughs>
2: Now it's time for confession session, the session that I have no idea why we're still doing. As Isaac pointed out last week, why are we talking about this? So this is where we tell you our deepest, darkest secrets. So my confession this week is that I feel like lately, not just this week, but like lately past month or two, when I sit down to try and have intentional time with Jesus, whether that's reading my Bible or reading some sort of spiritual book or just having a conversation I feel like I can't focus. My mind is super fuzzy or I get really sleepy <laughs> mm-hmm. or I have so many books to read. I cannot decide which one to focus on. And so yeah. I read none of them. And then I sit there feeling guilty for most of the time I've set aside to reflect and focus. So then it's like draining instead of refueling, <laughs> which is super fun. Uh-huh. So my confession is I don't feel like I'm doing great right now with time with Jesus. Mm. And I can tell, like, I know my soul is dry. I need a drink. And when I like sit there to drink, I'm like, eh, I don't know. (laughs) Like I I can't feel like I'm having trouble engaging. It has been a busy season, new marriage. We just got through with a fundraiser at work, all kinds of crazy things. But I mean, life is just like that. Right. So, I don't know.
1: I'm kind of struggling. Have you found that this like kind of lack of focus is something that you struggle with like outside of just that particular area too? Like does it spill into Mm, other things or like just in general or is it just... Really kind of limited to that oh, experience. That's a good question.
2: No, you're right. I probably, I do struggle with it sometimes at work too. So that's a good point.
1: I don't necessarily even have somewhere I'm going No, that. No, that's yeah. a good Just,
2: question. I think it, it does occasionally stretch to
1: other areas yeah. of my life. I find that I actually tend to focus better when things get really hectic and crazy. Because oh. it like kind of forces me to be like, all right, I'm going to, yeah. Batting batten down the hatches, <laughs> sharpen yeah. you like, up a little bit. Yeah, like focus on this thing yeah. and push it. But for other people, that's the opposite. It's the opposite for yeah. me. And so yeah. I think, like, mm. just knowing, I think that you're yeah. going through like one of those seasons that's that true. is yeah. not conducive to that for you, just in general. Yes. yes. it's important to understand because then yeah, maybe you can true. at least give yourself a little bit of grace. Yeah, in yeah, like, that area, that's
2: a good point. Major life transitions for me are often kind yeah. of this, like they kind of throw me off balance for a little while.
1: Right. Well, you're um, still very much a newlywed oh yeah like yeah you have a lot of new things happening in your life right now for
2: sure we're at like five months and it's great but yeah there's still a lot of transition happening we're still finding our rhythm
0: i go through this a lot so this is kind of funny we have a guy in our office scott and he invited me (laughs) to this stupid early morning men's group every friday and i told him no for the longest time and i thought you know what it's new year let's just try this let's try a new thing. And I will say that having that as kind of just the constant Mm. takes the pressure off of every other time that I try to make something happen with my Bible or with a Bible study. I think my problem is that, and it might be yours too, that I put so much expectation on every time I sit down to open up my Bible Yes, where I'm like, okay, we're going to study for 45 minutes. Exactly. We're going to say three prayers. We're going to do this, this, and this. (laughs) And I feel like if I can't do that, I might as well not. And that's been my struggle for the longest time. And I think finding a true home church has been the same way where Mm -hmm. we go, we try it, and then we're like, I just didn't, yeah. Yeah. And then we just get mad and we leave. I think that not lowering expectations, but being realistic about yeah. what you can you, do with your time. You see the sticker on
2: my water bottle here? It
0: <laughs> says I
2: have reasonable expectations. Yeah. A friend gave it to me as yeah. a gift. That's how bad. Sort of
0: speaking this? speaking what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the same. I mean, I need to understand mm-hmm. that God isn't upset yeah. that I gave him twenty minutes this week. He's happy that mm. I gave him twenty minutes this week. Right. right. Obviously, the more that I give it the better for me. Yeah. But I think that that's one of those things. I'm not upset when my mom texts me and says, Hey, I miss you. Let's hang out. I Oh, that's sweet. And I feel like God's yeah. relationship with me works the same way where yeah. if I sit down for 30 minutes, if that's the only 30 minutes I have that week, that's still good. Yeah, so I think true. taking the small wins with that and say yeah. sometimes, you know, my week is Friday morning talking about Jesus with Scott. Sometimes that is the only time I've had carved out that week to do that. That's cool. And not beating yourself up when it doesn't happen. Yeah, uh, yes. beating yourself up. I think is the That's the thing. The part that that makes it worse, right? Yes, I mean,
1: always. And you don't have to create this program or something yeah. that you have to work through during those times. I like, know, what about yeah. just sitting? Yes. On your couch and looking out the window which I you know, end up doing like, a
2: lot of times yeah. and petting the cat and, right. f- and feeling like I should be doing something else yeah, so like, I don't like that
0: sitting and being quiet yeah. and petting your cat and looking mm. out the window you need yeah. that time with Jesus doesn't have to be a cup of coffee, two notebooks, a Bible and a Bible study. <laughs> yeah. it can be petting your cat it can be driving to work um, it can be a lot of things yeah it's a good reminder. So, guys, it's time for our main discussion. And like we said earlier, we had kind of a heavy discussion last time. I think some of us are still in recovery from that. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> this week, we wanted to highlight the small things in life.
1: What's bringing us joy? Do you ever have, like, those little moments where, like, you see something happen or something happens to you, someone else does something for you? Yes. And, like, you just have that little, like, warm, fuzzy feeling. Yes. Inside? Like I kind of want to just, like, capture that, like, yeah. feeling. Yeah. Like, what are the
0: things that bring you that feeling? That's yeah. So good. I'll get us started. Small Acts, someone reminding you that they love you. Oh. The other day, Brie left five boxes of Mike and Ike's oh. <laughs> wow. oh. on my desk in my home office. That's so cute. And I come home and she's like, honey, go check your office. And I was like, OK, cool. So I'm like, I'm like tired. So yeah. I walk in there, there and angry. it was like a pack of sparkling water and a bunch of Mike and Ike's. And I was like, <laughs> That's awesome. I squid like a little baby and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And it probably cost her $8, but it was just this. I got your favorite things. I know this is what you like. Oh, this is such a, it's low effort, but maximum return on that. I feel like that's it's,
2: so great. I know
0: it was really cool. So just one of the little things.
2: It's going to be a good episode guys. Cause We're already I'm crying. happy just hearing <laughs> of the happy things. <laughs> the thing that makes me happy never fails is the color pink. I know that's really surprising probably to everybody that knows me. I'm wearing pink shoes right now. I have a wall in my house painted. It's not like super bright. It's like pale. But pretty much like anything, I just see it and I'm like, oh, that's, that's fun!" Like I have this little burst of serotonin in my brain or whatever. Yeah. So that
0: yeah, would explain the fun. bottle of Pepto-Bismol you are yeah. constantly, <laughs> constantly hold.
2: Okay, it's so not quite that extreme. But yeah, okay.
1: That's funny. I don't think people ask me like what's your favorite color yeah They're
2: yeah like, oh, yeah green yeah. i guess like, yeah i guess but i don't have
1: this visceral like, attachment. Kind of attachment to it in the okay. way that like yeah. you're describing so yeah. i have this
2: board on my pinterest page i think the board is actually called happy beautiful
0: happy beautiful yeah okay
2: beautiful. i looked at it so i know pretty much 99 percent of the things on here i'm going to scroll for you are pink
0: goodness gracious
2: and i couldn't help myself is that
0: pink stairs
2: yeah, that is pink stairs, and a pink door, <laughs> and pink balloons,
0: and pink M&Ms, and a pink, pink, pink
2: double-decker yep. bus, and pink chairs, and a pink scooter, and pink roller skates. Anyway.
1: Question. Yes. How does Cody feel about the color pink?
2: <laughs> well... <laughs> I will say this. The amount of pink items in my home have gone down since oh. I got married, but I still have some pink towels that are my towels. Yeah. Nice. Okay. the Pink wall. That's very pale pink is still exists right. in our bedroom. I have some pink items of clothing that he really likes when oh, I wear it. Yeah, okay. But yes, there are fewer pink accessories right. in my home than there were. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I imagine that that's something that's going from like a single woman where like yep. y- you get a lot of latitude uh-huh. when it comes to pinkifying yeah. your home <laughs> that may go away a little bit when you it marry a manly man outside it, dude.
2: Yeah, it did kind of, but it's okay because there are other colors I like too that pink accents with really well. Right. So I didn't get a pink shower curtain. That was a discussion we had. Ah. But I have like pink towels in the bathroom that accent the navy shower curtain that look really great. So he right was on. a good sport about that. Yeah. Do
1: you have a color thing too? Do you have like so a couple of orange things? That orange I here do. And it's you're both kind of like your orange beanie <laughs> is like the iconic, trademark, Trademarked so. at this
0: point. It's true. It's both utilitarian and I really like the color orange. I read this color study (laughs) forever ago that was talking about how really poppy, bright colors increase happiness. I'm all about that. So I was like, man, what if I just kind of adopted a color to have kind of just in my life as much as I can? Yes. So I buy orange things a lot. So if I can get an orange Nalgene, I've had this for years, an orange coffee mug. That's I awesome. wear an orange beanie a lot. Easy to find. And it's my favorite color. So okay. it's kind of both like the so whole. you kind of have yeah. a little bit of the same this thing is, going yeah. on here. Okay, this
2: is actually yeah. a thing I'm going to nerd out on you for a second. Yeah. Gretchen Rubin, she's like a happiness expert. Okay. and She actually did this as a happiness hack. Choosing a signature color. Boom. It's a thing that increases happiness for mm. people. Like if you always look for things in this one color, whether it's something you wear or something you accessorize yeah. with or whatever, it can increase your happiness. So,
1: Interesting. There you go. Right. <laughs> I mean, I like the color <laughs> green. Maybe I need to start buying more green stuff. There you go. Right do it. It's probably why real FM is green. I don't know. Aha. Subconscious. Just to make Anson happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay, here's one. When you find
0: leftovers that you really like in Ooh. the
1: fridge. Uh-huh.
0: Yes. And you have more oh. than one other person in your house too, so like that's <laughs> yes. that, that's a rare occurrence. Now the good news that's is true. that
1: I probably like leftovers more than anybody else in my family, oh. so I usually kind of get first dibs that on is, that kind of stuff. That's fortunate. But like yeah. not all leftovers are created equal. No. And it's not that I don't like the food or something, but like I go home for lunch. I need something. I open yeah. the fridge, and there's some leftovers in there. I'm like, well, somebody's got to eat this, and yeah. no one is going to. So, like, if, it's like a
0: responsibility. It's, it's everything you love. It's food and feeling responsible.
1: It's like, I, sometimes I don't love it because I'm like, I know that no one else in my family is going to eat this thing. Uh, that's funny. And if I don't eat it, then in a few days, Dree's gonna like open the fridge and be like, "There's like 37 things of Tupperware in there. Like Anson, why aren't you eating the leftovers?"
2: Why are- <laughs> it's, like,
0: it's on this me. This Human it's garbage job. disposal. Get yeah. over here.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but when you find something in the fridge where you're like, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. This is th- like I love pasta. Okay. oh yeah. My big vice is like creamy pasta, right? Ah, so like, uh, like yeah. Alfredo, that kind of thing. It's good. Leftovers. So when there's like leftover Alfredo or something in the yeah. fridge uh, and I get home and it's even better when I've forgotten it was there, yes. which yes. doesn't really happen all that often because like if we have Alfredo and there's extra in the fridge, I'm thinking about that like all Whole the day. next day. Yep. Yep. I'm That's like, pulling home awesome. for my Alfredo, like, <laughs> like counting down the minutes. Like, <laughs> but if I forget about it and then I go home and I open the fridge and there's oh, leftovers or okay. something that I really like preach yep. i'm like
0: oh i'm that way we're... with thai food when we get Ooh, thai food i will yes. intentionally serve like a little future isaac portion i'm like <laughs> homie we're gonna put this in the fridge oh my goodness it's gonna get cold and it's be a all gift good. to my future self i don't know what you. dude the molecules when they slow down in thai food <laughs> the taste factor goes up by okay,
1: are there certain things that you don't
0: reheat Type, eat, yeah like do you just eat it cold spicy like a level four spice yeah, chicken pad thai like really spicy cool. like Thai really? food is actually really good cold so so Seriously? good like peanut sauce
1: yep. and things yep. yeah yeah yep. mm-hmm. I've never eat, done it's that it's so good okay. it's
0: actually pretty good cold. I just throw the the like the slaw in there I just stir it up put yeah. it in the fridge it's certain amazing.
1: types of pasta are actually pretty good cold too yeah. I know it sounds weird I but like I'm a cold yeah. pizza fan too yeah. and so like some things
0: just straight out of the fridge I like it though really because good. with cold pad thai you can like fork it and it'll be like this ball and you're like I'm, it I'm, doesn't I'm,
2: look super
1: appetizing. No,
0: it's terrible. It's like this, yeah, big brown
1: glob of oh, Thai awful. food. It's so good. Oh, I'm so glad that you're with me on that. <laughs> I, I will
0: stand for cold leftovers. Okay. As long awesome. as it's a couple I of l- things. Oh, man. Love yeah. leftovers. Another one on my list, and this is very, very specific, but let's do this thing. And I know Anson's going to automatically <laughs> hate this. <laughs> the early morning start of a road trip was friends oh. or family. Oh, man, you lost me so hard. I yeah. I <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Hey. Oh, no with me hang with me so this last year we were leaving colorado at like 5 a.m Oof. and we were driving through these windy mountain roads going home the sun was rising it was burning out my retinas but i didn't care <laughs> it was beautiful brie hung with me for the first 30 minutes then she went into a nine hour coma that happens it's okay <laughs> but i just remember like driving through the colorado mountains there's only like two or three other cars on the road Aww. it was just so peaceful and I knew that like everyone that I cared about was right here in the car with me. Aww. It was my responsibility to get us where we're going. It was That's very so cool. Beautiful. Okay, well, driving through <laughs> the mountains of Colorado does add a certain
1: level of like interest. Sure. For me, yeah. that doesn't exist otherwise. Right. Okay, <laughs> I mean, driving through the mountains is cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm with you on it's that. Beautiful. Like yeah. I, the last time we went to the mountains a couple of years ago, I remember like driving home, kind of same deal, not quite as early, mm. yeah. yeah. But driving down yeah. the mountains and sure. like it's, the first yeah. hour of the trip was really enjoyable. Yeah.
0: And then the other
1: like thirteen were slightly less <laughs> so for me, but yeah. like. <laughs> But I, I like
0: the first one, so... I
1: think I just I'm like it. I'm trying to
0: relate to you. Yeah. I'm
1: trying really hard.
0: <laughs> I like it because especially on a longer day, you know the full day is mapped out ahead of you. Like, you kind of know what to expect. But oh, at the same time, yeah. road trips have this spontaneity built into them just by the nature. Okay, I know what I'm kind of doing today. What's gonna happen? You never know. <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna trust that there are different strokes for different folks. I appreciate that that brings you joy. I
0: was writing this out. <laughs> and I I have, I'm gonna
1: try not to ruin I have that. in my notes,
0: Anson hates this. <laughs>
1: So true. Mornings, road trips, everything about that. Anson people. hates. No. People. Yep, yep,
0: yep.
2: <laughs> of course, Anson also has the disadvantage of traveling with small children, which I think would make road trips significantly mm, less that desirable. That does
1: significantly change the dynamics of a road yep, trip. That's true. But that's fair. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna soil. No, Isaac's I can see it. road I, trip experience. I can
2: see the beauty <laughs> in this this moment that you've created. It's very beautiful. Another one for me that you're gonna be super surprised by once again is when a cat chooses me <laughs> and i'm sure you know what i mean oh when gosh. i say this <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> come on uh-huh. when a cat is like you are my person yeah especially if you go to someone's house and they're like my cat never like is nice to people uh-huh, and like yeah. hates everyone else and like it yeah. loves me i'm like
1: yeah. it's like the care of lifetime achievement it's award true right there. it's yeah.
2: true and both cats that i have now one of them i had when i was still living at home with my family it was always assumed that like, oh this is kara's cat mm-hmm. because he like chose me like i was his person mm-hmm. that he was more affectionate with and then i got reverb obviously he's mostly lived with me and now that my husband's moved in he's sort of nice to him but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and do you secretly like that but it's they're, terrible. They're like, it's, I kind of like that my uh, cat doesn't like Cody as much terrible. as me. terrible. No,
2: he's very nice. Well, I get it. Very, like, not very yeah. nice to him. He's acceptably nice. <laughs> he Poor tolerates Cody tolerates him. He yeah. does. And Cody's like, yeah, thing. he's not as cuddly with me, and uh, you know, and all these things. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. But in the mornings, when I sit down to start reading and stuff, he's like, bloop, he's up there
1: yeah. on my lap, curled yeah. up, and I'm yeah. like. Yes, I am your person. No, I get it. I mean, like our dog <laughs> likes me more than Dree. Right? And I kind of rub it in her face. I'm pretty bit. sure but your dog only likes you. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't like true. a lot of people or things <laughs> or life. I
0: know. <laughs> 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 kind of just a grumpy little dude.
2: He but he grumpy. loves me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See? Which is something. It's
1: kind of
2: gratifying.
0: Yeah. yeah. When so. Bree started working from home, used to, we would both go to our jobs and come home. The cats would be like, oh, the people are home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they've had their human quota yes. filled when Bree is like home for an entire day. <laughs> so I'll get home and I'll be like, Hogar Then he'll be like, <laughs> and then just like go immediately Human. sit on Bree. And I'm like, okay, uh, fine.
1: You guys, this is the thing about dogs. I yep. never once have arrived at my house and not been <laughs> welcomed this is emphatically true. by my dog. There's
2: that. There is
1: something about that. Like yeah. opening the door, and the yeah. dog's like, oh my gosh, you're here. And I'm so excited ah! to see you. In You've play. been gone forever i have been gone for either two days or 10 minutes. I don't know. But either way, I'm just really glad that you're back. But I didn't think you would ever come home again. Yeah. Like, well, it's I came true. back home the last 37 yeah. million days. But so he yeah, doesn't still, remember. It's exactly. still just as exciting. So there is something That's about true. that. I actually have something very similar to this on my list as you yeah? were talking about this. Perfect. Your thing was like when your cats choose you. Yes. My thing is when your kids choose you.
2: Oh, Of man.
1: their own volition. Are, okay. are you sure you want to do he's,
0: this? He's,
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. Kate, my kids are four and seven. They're very busy. They got a lot going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like I get home and sometimes they're kind of like the cats. Like yeah. they don't necessarily right. acknowledge that I walked in the door. Right. Because they got something going on I, that's busy. more important at that moment. <laughs> they're playing some game with each other about right. one who's a fairy princess and the other who's an evil wizard. And that, you know, they yeah. got to take care of that. Exactly. Which I, yeah. I get that. But every once in a while, I'm sitting on the couch and my four-year-old toddles up to me. And just without a word climbs into my lap oh. and just like kind of melts into me oh. and just cuddles.
2: Well, and guys,
1: I don't mean to rain on like the cat or dog parade or uh-huh. anything like that. But when it's your child yeah. who chooses you, oh. that is a whole new level of gratification.
2: Okay, we just went deep there that you get from that That's experience.
1: That's really cool. I That's mean, so yeah. beautiful. There are so many times where I'm like, "Hey, Avi, come give me a hug." Hey, Arwen, like I'm yeah. constantly asking for hugs because I'm yeah. kind of a huggy person anyway. Mm, yeah, me too. Physical touch is very important to me, and so I'm constantly <laughs> asking my kids, for "Please that. give me a hug." Yeah. And most of the time, they do kind of the like, "Okay, hey, uh, yeah, hug. half-hearted, like, yeah, uh, half a second hug," and I got to go back to being a fairy princess kind of a thing. <laughs>
2: But every, to every
1: once in a while, they yeah. decide, like, of their own volition, yeah. that they want it, oh, and they come and just sit with me. That's like, precious. One thing that's fascinating is my daughter Arwen, four-year-old. She loves IndyCar racing. Oh, she thinks it's fascinating. No idea why. No one else in my family <laughs> thinks it's interesting at all. I just think it's the most awesome. boring thing on the planet. <laughs> yes. It's like I sit down and turn a race on to watch, and she's like oh, an IndyCar. and she like comes and gets in my lap and just sits down and melts into uh, me so and leans back Indiana to watch the race. Is like, and I'm just like, this is heaven. Yes. Or <laughs> Avi and I, our thing is Pokemon. We've been watching the original Pokemon series. Uh, okay, that's cool. So we sit down and watch the original Pokemon shows, and oh. she loves it, and she'll just sit there and watch with me for like up to half an hour at a time. Okay, this is just,
2: such a beautiful picture of parenting. I feel like mostly what I hear about parenting is like, oh my gosh, you never sleep and it's disgusting and awful and like hard. I was about to say. And this is beautiful.
1: Also true. I know. (laughs) But there are these moments that cut
0: through that. Yes. That make it so worth it. I only want kids when I'm talking to Anson about it. I know. (laughs) But that's seriously the only Anson needs to be the official spokesperson for parenting.
2: It's so true. Because no
0: one can convince me other than (laughs) Anson. Like, I'm Uh, like, no. Guys,
2: parenting
1: uh, is hard. I'm not trying to say anything. Uh, That's very, very true. Yeah. And most parents feel like they're on, and
2: that's fair. Like,
1: you know, their I last, only like, talk to them. Then, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's the only time we hear.
1: <laughs> but how many parents have you also ever talked to that would say, "I wish I wasn't a parent"? Mm. You're not going to hear parents say that. That's true. And that's the thing you got to remember true. when you're hearing people talk yeah. about how that's hard it true. is. There's always this thing tacked onto yeah. the end where they would say, "And I would never trade it for anything." Yes. And they might not explain that or expound on why that's right. the case. Yeah.
0: But once you experience it, you uh. know why. And these moments are part of that. So mine pivoting way completely (laughs) in the opposite direction of this? I'm going to get specific again. I really like when plans are canceled. Mm. But I like it when it's no one's fault that plans are canceled. So Uh, let me dive into this. I can remember a very specific night. It was a Thursday night. It was the fall of my senior year. And it started snowing at like 9 o'clock at night. I lived Mm. in Fayetteville, which if you're not in our area, it's a very hilly place. Yes. I was playing Destiny on my PlayStation. (laughs) I remember thinking... Y'all, you know, I'm not going to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like the time I lived right next uh, to a Roadrunner gas station, I remember thinking, my whole weekend starts now. My uh, three-day weekend, my unexpected three-day weekend, glorious ice raining down. There are people mad that they can't go to work. And oh, I'm no. like, yeah. glorious God of the ice storms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I remember like going over there, getting some soda, getting some candy, like stocking up on terrible oh food. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. coming back in. I'm like, guys, let's go ahead and start that raid. I don't have school tomorrow. <laughs> and it was just this cool feeling. Man, it it's, makes me so wistful for like being a kid. I know. And yeah. A snow day. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like snow days were just the best. <sighs> OK, yeah.
2: guys, one time I don't want to hijack your story. No, no, here, no, no. Go for but it. This is worth telling. I lived in Nebraska. There was a lot of snow there. Yeah. Three, four inches, we wouldn't get a snow day because right. it was That's like, eh, we have plows. You and you have we can to get man. at least to like six,
1: seven, eight yes. before you start thinking about that.
2: But there was this one winter where it dumped epically. Yeah. There was so much snow and so many snow days. And right. one of my best friends lived in the school district where it was in the country. And so they had more snow days than other people. So we planned to get snowed in together <laughs> at her house. And it was literally like. Three days of like yeah. we'd wake up in the morning. Hey, do we have a snow day? Yup, we have a snow day. Hey, do we have a snow day? Yup. It was like three oh a, a three yeah. day sleepover yeah. with snow.
0: I will never forget that experience. Yeah. <laughs> I think snow days are so cool because it's a sick day, but no one feels bad. Because I feel guilty when I call in sick days at work. Oh, right. Like oh, I'll be, yeah. I'll have like a hundred and three fever, and I'll be. Like, I know. I don't want to disappoint Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like That's dying, <laughs> and usually Brie has to convince me to call in sick. right but So true. A snow day is literally like. I can't get my car out. I'm staying home. So much fun. Yes.
2: All right. My next one is even more bizarre and you guys are going to laugh at me again, but it's okay. The <laughs> Doctor Who theme song, just the theme song <laughs> makes me so happy yeah. when I hear it. It's so geeky and nerdy, but I've watched so many now and it's has such a special place in my heart yeah. that when I hear it, I just feel happy. Doctor Who. That's and fun. For a while, it was a uh, ringtone on my phone, which yeah. is fun.
1: That's very There cool. are not <laughs> many people who love a TV show more than you love Doctor Who. Yeah,
2: this is true. And I
1: don't say that in like a degrading, like no, negative that's a, way. That's, like, that's Thank
2: you. Like, yes. I, I am uh... impressed
1: by your dedication and love for Doctor Who. Well,
2: I feel like I kind of came into my like, oh, I like TV shows uh-huh. when I... Moved here and got Netflix. Yeah. And the first one I really binged was Sherlock. Uh-huh. And I finished Sherlock and I was mad that it was over. <laughs> and my brother said to me, Start watching Doctor Who. You'll forget all about Sherlock. And no. I was like, Whatever. And then I started watching Doctor Who, and you guys know the rest of the story because it's like been (laughs) my life
1: ever since. You basically started me on Doctor Who. Yes. And I am not a Doctor Who fanatic in the way that you are. Yeah. But I still, I very much enjoy the show. Yes. And I enjoy it more because of how much you enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Like yeah, thank you.
1: Like, part of why I love watching <laughs> yeah. it is because Aww. of how excited and yes. how much you love it. <laughs> well, like, like, I do think that's a thing that like brings people joy, right? Like yeah. when, when you're around someone else who is just
2: really excited, really yeah.
1: into something or yeah. really thrilled by something. That's like, true. You almost can't help but to appreciate that. Thing. Yeah. And that's one that I probably would enjoy the show, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that's the only reason I like it. But even <laughs> if there was something that was kind of like that, where you're like, yeah. oh, it's okay. Yeah. Like if someone that you care about, like says like, no, I love this thing. It brings me so yeah. much joy. Like, yeah, it's hard not to like that thing a little yeah. bit yeah. more. Yeah, that's so that's kind of my, yeah how I uh, feel about Dr. That's Who. fun. Okay. So you were talking about snow days earlier. Yes. About cold. I realized that I, I have a couple things on my list that relate to warmth. Okay. Which is is interesting (laughs) because I've always said that I kind of like winter better than summer. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather be too. Cold than too hot. Like yes. being too hot is one of my least favorite feelings oh, in the world. So true. But when you're feeling kind of cold or you've been through winter, and maybe it's just because we're kind of coming out of winter yeah. yes. and it's spring at the moment, there's something about warmth mm. that I'm like, I realized I put this on my list a couple of times. One of them, getting to take your time standing in a hot shower. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want a hot tub so bad. Oh my
2: gosh, right? <laughs> if
1: there's, maybe I should have put that on my bucket list. If there's <laughs> yeah. one thing I could spend, like a luxury item that I do not need, that I would want to spend money on. <laughs> yeah. Someday, like Dree and I have talked about this. We're like, someday oh, yeah. we want to own a hot tub. Like oh, yeah. in our own backyard, we can just go sit in it, whatever we want. <laughs> like, oh my, at the end of a long day, uh, yeah. Yeah. just go relax in the hot tub. Sounds oh, awesome. Tub. That's so, so hot shower, hot tub. And yeah. then the other thing that kind of goes along with that a day where it's like kind of right in here where you know kind of transitioning from winter to spring yes and you get one of those days where you leave the house maybe you even walk outside and then you realize that it's warm enough that you don't need to wear a coat oh yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite feelings in the world you yes. like walk outside and you're like I don't need this you just take
0: your coat <laughs> off and you're like this feels so great just I love throw that and your pants start to feel <laughs> a little too warm and you're like I don't need I don't these need either <laughs> and your neighbors are looking at you like we don't need them <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice out here.
1: There's something about warmth. guys. Yeah, yes. I totally get that. Uh, I really scary. like showering
0: at the gym where I know I'm not paying the hot water bill uh, and I call. just like crank it over to hot. And I'm like, I can be here for You've hours. Been, like, uh-huh. an endless hot
1: water heater. So oh I never gets cold. <sighs> yes. Yes. yes,
0: amazing. So so anything involving warmth. I'll also add to that. This never happened until I got married but getting out of a hot shower and then into a bed with clean sheets oh, that had yes. just been washed and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm so clean. <laughs> roll around in bed. <laughs> I first experienced this after I got married because y'all, I was gross. And bed sheet cleanliness wasn't a big priority yeah, for me. And then scary. I remember like, Bri, and she was like, we do our sheets every week. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> right. right. Okay, You went from, yo, I'm so gross to,
2: oh, so i know
0: one night this is after we had gotten married one night she had like put fresh sheets on the bed it had been a grossly long day at work i came home i showered and then i just immediately hopped in bed and i was like why does this feel amazing (laughs) and brie looks over at me like i had just like yeah yeah. it was the most simple common sense thing (laughs) she's like like, the sheets are clean and you're clean and i'm like this is such a good feeling Uh, we thousand. have celebrated
1: this at our house as well, actually. Yes. Yeah. It really involves me going so fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that's so good. It is a very oh, lovely feeling. Bed things. When you wake up an hour or more before your alarm oh, is supposed to go off. Guys, yep.
2: that's so good.
1: It's one of my favorite things in the world. I look over at the
0: alarm. Yes. Like, <laughs> and then I immediately fall So You like <laughs> that because you like to sleep. Yeah. I like that because I get up. Oh, nope. oh no! Oh that's no! Happy, that's happy, just happy wrong. feelings gone. No. <laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> sweet life hack, extra hour. And I'm no, like, oh, no, I get up. No. I look
1: at it, and I'm like, ha. I don't have to get up. Yes. I am not going to.
0: it's time for the songs that we love and the songs that you love this is the beta tester on repeat this week it's chlorine by 21 pilots Okay, guys, I made the mistake of thinking that, oh, 21 pilot song, it sounds pretty simple. I'm just gonna read the lyrics to it.
2: <laughs>
0: I say this as a nerd. I say this as someone who has larped, played Magic the Gathering, has a Star Wars tattoo. <laughs> 21 pilot fans are nerds. You're not wrong, they are. Like I, I think even most 21 pilot fans would admit this, right? There is an entire college degree to be had. <laughs> Just studying wow. all of the the literature covering Twenty One Pilots lyrics. You know Goodness. they have a name, right? What's their name? The the fandom. They're called the Skeleton Click. Of course. Wow. So, of
1: course, they. That's
2: are. intense. I mean, if sure. you're part
1: of a fandom that has a label or a name, yeah. Then yeah. Then then I feel pretty... like at that point you're crossing into nerd territory. Yeah. And you just have to accept that. Like that's yeah. just that it just it's is part yeah. of
0: it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to jump in and actually I, y'all, I spent hours. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I spent a long time researching wow. the song because so the funny. more I read about it, the more interested I got. And oh. then I went down this hole of Uh-oh. just 21 pilots lyrics around the song. All right. The cliff notes. Right. right. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna, I'm not going to take 20 minutes here. <laughs> the chorus that you're going to recognize is sipping on straight chlorine. Let the vibe slide over me. The beat is a chemical. The beat is a chemical. When I leave, don't save my seat. I'll be back when it's all complete. So the general consensus is that this song is actually about the creative process. Okay, so chlorine can be both cleaning, but it also is poisonous. So when you drink chlorine, it's not good for you. It can serve one purpose, which is good cleaning things, but it's also bad if it's used for the wrong reasons. So I feel like this song, and this is me based off all of my research, sort of explores the good and the bad sides to the creative process you let the darker parts of your emotions sort of feed your creative process that can be an exercise in getting rid of those emotions Mm. but on the flip side you can turn those emotions into sort of a motivating crucial factor in your creative process to where you're then reliant on the dark side of your personality so the chlorine slips from being a good chemical to being something that's poisoning you when you start relying solely on that bad side of your personality to be your creative fuel it can be really bad wow and self-harming that's kind of the thing he's sort of walking that line of the beat is a chemical i'll be back when it's all done and then there's this whole video of them trying to lure this little gremlin looking thing out watch the chlorine video it's really cool huh And the general consensus is that that's Tyler sort of luring out his creative process and creating an environment for it
1: all the while
0: sipping on something that we don't know what it is. But it's sort of the metaphor of sipping on chlorine. So (gasps) I will say like while watching the video, it reminded me a lot of elements from the Gorillaz band. It has this kind of like sort of melancholy vibe to it. And I just... As a Gorillaz fan, I totally get reading way too much in the lyrics, sort of watching the creative process under a microscope. Yes. So that makes sense to me. But 21 Pilots fans, y'all.
2: <laughs> it's another Something level. Else. My nose is
0: bleeding. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so that's, it's a very cool song. I appreciated it more because you guys had me research it because y'all appreciate it too. So, And I have the personal on repeat for this week, which is Mission Control by
1: Knox Hamilton. stuff that brings you joy on this episode. This song brings me joy. It's just a fun song. Mm. I really, really enjoy this one. It's from Knox Hamilton, which is uh, an alternative rock band. They're actually from Little Rock, Arkansas. So they're Arkansans like us, (laughs) which is pretty cool. Homegrown talent. I'm kind of digging this whole like alt rock back to the 80s thing mm. that's happening right now. Yeah. At, yeah. Which Knox Hamilton pretty much perfectly embodies. The sounds like you're kind of going back in time a couple of decades. Yeah. yeah. And I just really like the vibe yeah. of this music. It's kind of funny. I've gotten into 80s music in a way that I never was into <laughs> right? it before. Uh, like growing up, I loathed 80s music because yeah. it was the 90s. And anything I feel like from like the immediately <laughs> preceding decade right. is yes. not cool. That's right? so right? true. Cause you're still that close to it where it's just out of style and yeah. it hasn't come back yet. Or there's not a lot of like nostalgia attached to that's it yet. Very and true. And so at the time, like eighties was not cool at all. I hated everything about the eighties. And oh. then now finally it would have like enough of a degree of separation to it where I'm like eighties music. Can I have like eighties music <laughs> yeah. playlists. And, well, and also kind of we had and stranger
2: things. So yes. That that's true.
1: Stranger <laughs> things taps into that that's big, big time. Yeah. So anyway, Mission Control by Knox Hamilton is just a fun song. It's a song that, at least as I interpret it, is basically about a, a loved one, a significant other, somebody that this person is interested in. But they're kind of not connecting and they're kind of using this like space metaphor a little mm. bit <laughs> to describe this like disconnect that they have between the two of them Mm -hmm. uh so the chorus is mission control do you read me send me my coordinates lately mission control am i drifting tie me to someone who will love me and so i kind of like this idea of like love being an anchor or love kind of uh tying us to something and that without it you're kind of drifting through space i don't know for some reason that idea of like missing out on love or Mm -hmm. or not having love connecting that Mm -hmm. to like zero gravity and drifting That's and really a lack good. of like something to hold on to really connects with me and resonates with me. I really like that idea. It's a unique metaphor that I haven't really heard before. Uh, And I know the song isn't written for this, but I actually think there's some potential spiritual metaphors that we could draw out of this song as well. And I kind of listen to it in that way. And I think about the idea of God as like mission control. And this like this idea of like feeling like you're in a spacesuit drifting through space Mm. and you're trying to reach out to someone or send a message Mm. and it Is anybody picking up on your transmission, right? Like, does anybody hear me? Do you read me? I don't even know what my coordinates are. I'm not sure where I'm at. Am I drifting? tie me to someone who will love me yeah it's kind of cool how I don't feel bad about this anymore I used to kind of want to just know like what was this song written for and what was the the original artist intent and not saying that doesn't matter but also I think this is one of those songs where for me I can take that chorus and that's where my mind went when I originally heard the song I think it can kind of mean both to me this idea of trying to reach out to God and him being like the rock the anchor that we tie ourselves to
2: I like this song so much
0: better Guys, I don't know about you all, but I feel like a conversation is easier to wrap up when we talk about the little things <laughs> than not leave it on <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> So true. I'm it trying is. to think if there's like one more little thing that mm. brings me joy. Do you guys have any like one. bonus add-ons?
0: Bonus. Walking away from a podcast episode that you know you nailed. <laughs>
2: thanks for listening to the real talk podcast from real fm catch real talk with anton and cara from 4 to 7 p.m live every weekday
0: on real fm radio The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect the views of John Brown University, KLRC Radio, or Real FM.